Hi, Meg. Hi, Kieran. So I was so um, aware. That's the word. <laughs> Took me long to find. I'm not very aware of the word aware. <laughs> I was very aware this weekend how difficult it is for me to immediately assess someone's avatar. Mm. And by immediate, it might be like watching an hour show mm-hmm. and watching that maybe it's a reality star or maybe it's a um, a comedian mm-hmm. or something like so if, so if I'm watching a comedian do a show for an hour I don't know mm-hmm. um, and same with like just sort of like that immediate hit I just don't feel like I have much accuracy there mm-hmm. and I think I'm sitting at somewhere around 50% accuracy. Mm. Like if at the end of the hour show you were like, what is this person? Yeah. I'm hitting about a 50% accuracy. But in myself, <laughs> it feels like 20% accuracy. <laughs> it feels like I don't, I have no idea. Because you're such an ace with everything. So it's, like it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's really curious. Mm. But you're the opposite in, mm. the, in a way. You, you can get an immediate hit. And certainly an hour show, especially if it was like a comedian or you're watching like, I don't know, like The Real Housewives or something (laughs) like that or The Golden Bachelor, I don't know, for an hour, you know it and you have a really high accuracy rate. Mm. And so I wanted to talk about that a little bit just because it was like, you know, you had mentioned, and I think you're completely right, is is as the hobbit who sees the form, yeah. you can catch the detail in the form very quickly. Yeah, it's a lot of form information that comes my way quickly. Quickly. Yeah, yeah. I pick up on all kinds of stuff. Yeah. yeah. With my eyes, with my hands, with, you know, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I, and the thing that was really shocking to me was how much I don't see it. Yeah, yeah. When I think it's easy for us elves to think we see. Oh, that makes sense, yeah. But we don't. Yeah. Yeah. And what I'm catching is a huge amount of information about the subtext. Yeah. I'm catching the subtext immediately yeah. of what stresses they're under, what belief systems are there, how the belief systems came into play. Yes. I know the subtext of how they chose the wallpaper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without really understanding the wallpaper. Yes, I get it. You know? Yeah. Yes. And I can so the subtext is like neon lights to me instantly. Yes, yes. Yeah, and I'm the opposite there. The subtext comes later. So I can get that hit right away and I'm often right. Maybe it's an eighty five percent hit rate, but later I will see that like I will I will realize that the why they wore that thing there was all this subtext that i didn't pick up on yeah and i was wrong yeah yeah so i really noticed that and i think it's really true about all of us different avatars Mm. we don't know what we don't know (laughs) and the thing we don't know is actually all the other (laughs) avatars (laughs) you know and 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 so and i was thinking about this in a lot of ways of just like how like if you are an elf and you are buying for hobbits or you're buying for dwarf (laughs) or like you don't know, like, like you yeah, think yeah, you yeah. know, you, think, you, you think, know. think this is the, the the knife they want. This is the Leatherman knife they want. Yeah. It's not. It's true. It's really true. Because the thing that they want is so yucky to you. <laughs> like it's, or you just can't see it. Like you cannot see it. It's, yep. that's the thing that it was really up in my face. That was the takeaway. This, the takeaway <laughs> yeah. was just like, you just don't know. So 
Let's get into the show. At the end of the show, we can talk about gift guides. <laughs> so let's go over the holidays. Hi, I'm Kieran Trace. And I'm Megan Rogel. Welcome to Humans Decoded, a story of hobbits, fairies, elves, dwarfs, gnomes, and humans. If you get lost at any point, there is a deep dive on all the different avatars in episode one. It includes notes. Thank you for joining us in a fun little chat about the vast potential of our human makeup. Let's start the show. Okay, so we've got some love to share. Speaking about hobbits, uh, this girl says, I'm a hobbit, as I mentioned before, and whenever I cook, I literally hold the vegetables in my hands close to my ears and listen to them to see how fresh they are. <laughs> been there. Um, I can tell immediately. It has been such a sigh of relief to find out that I'm a hobbit. My rising might be a gnome, which explains the engineering college where I don't belong. I'm very, very heart-based and form-based person. I've joked multiple times with my loved ones that I must have been a healer with my hands in my past lives. I'm always having secret conversations with animals. And I cried because I felt so recognized by you calling Marie Kondo a hobbit. I also want to talk to my table and thank it. And no one ever got it like you guys did. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. And I like that she writes her side, her rising sign, which, you know, remember everyone, your rising sign is the conditioned sign. (laughs) It's the part, yeah, you've been conditioned to be a gnome, but truly you are. Yes. It's not written in the stars that you remain (laughs) (laughs) gnome-ish. Can be shaken off. Cool. I think we also have another episode on today's episode of What's in the Bag. Oh, what's in the bag? Okay, cool. Um, we had an elf who wrote in. This is in her bag. Uh, there is no bag. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Yes! As an elf, I can say, been there. Yes! Ultimately, ideally, there's no bag. <laughs> it's just a phone case. With integral wallet for a license and a couple of cards. Killed it. You're killing it. It has a strap so I can sling it over a shoulder. So if I'm pocketless, yes. Nailed it. I mean, I could just underline all of this. There's no bag. It's just a phone case with a strap. Yes. The wallet's attached to the phone. Yes. And the wallet is made of a card. (laughs) Just a card. Um, I'm starting to need reading glasses, which can ride in a coat pocket. Um, That it might require a bag in the summer, but I'd rather be bagless. Now, elves, listen, if we can design something that we don't even have to carry the phone. Yeah, yeah. And that is at the Meta Glasses. Yeah, maybe. Or like a, I just, I got a picture of like an arm strap or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like, like really good. You just tap it and talk yeah. to it. You're just yeah. like, Alexa, search my emails. You right. know, you know, it's like, installed in your arm. Yeah. It's yes. Like, <laughs> you know, no, it's not installed because I don't want it to be part. Because then there's still there's something a part. Yeah. There's something part of me. It's, it's, it's right. still too you much. You need to be able to shake it off. <laughs> I can't just take it off. No, and I like the idea that it would be to just be an armband and then yes. I can just hit it and talk to it. Talk to it. And just be like, right. find directions for right this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the, so my... <laughs> 
Yeah. So my <laughs> my operating system is chatting with me. Yes. But I could t- I could talk away from it. Right. I, yeah. Got we're, it. We're on the way. Anyways, it's so great. What's in the bag? There's no bag. <laughs> <laughs> there is no bag. So good. We have um, a write-in for this episode of What's in the Bag by a human. So great. Great. Love it. Human. Okay. She says, what's in my human bag? Well, let's talk about the bag itself first. My gnome friend gifted it to me, and it's a coach bag. I was perplexed about why someone would spend money on a designer brand when Target's $20 handbags exist. (laughs) (laughs) Or why it would be pink, which could cause people to think I'm pretentious. (laughs) But because I'm a good friend, I appreciate and I carry this bag. Right? So great. Inside are all my Target, Michaels, and Kohl's receipts I might need if I change my mind about a purchase. All the mall cards and the receipts. My thick and stuffed wallet is full of debit cards, backup emergency credit cards, gift cards, and insurance cards. All things I use to provide for my family and keep things running smoothly. Perfect. I insist on a handwritten daily to-do list so I have several pens, hair ties to keep my hair out of the way, and a pair of readers to help me see the list. So basically, it's a good mom toolkit. <laughs> she said, that's it, y'all. Oh, I forgot to mention that my keys are attached to a large lanyard with bright yellow sunflowers all over it to make sure I can find my keys quickly when I'm going in and out of the grocery store. <laughs> Every word a human. God bless you for knowing your avatar so well. So well. Every word of that. Oh, I loved it. We love it. <laughs> keep, you know, you guys, we want to know what's in your bag. Yep. Keep them coming. Okay. Some questions came in. Mm-hmm. Here it is. What do you do when your rising avatar starts shedding, but your physical life is still running through that? Also, could you shed some light on the experience of getting a PhD in psychology as a hobbit? So this is that idea. So we've got, what do you do when that rising sign conditioning uh, is coming off? Mm -hmm. But what I'm assuming here is they've made a lot of decisions based on and relationships built on that, you know, the conditioned self. Yep. So the conditioned self is falling away. And conditioning setup is still there. But the whole setup is there. Mm. I mean, this is a really beautiful aspect of evolution and transformation. Mm. And every single human goes through it. And we, I'm sorry we don't teach our children more about this. Like, you will change. You will change many, many times in your life. You know, like there, will, like you can tell your children there'll be times, and you'll get hit by a need to transform, and you'll yes. go to bed for a month. Yes, yes. <laughs> and this will be normative behavior because, as human beings, we're built to evolve. Absolutely, and we're built yes, to that's change. More than human being, like it's a natural law. We go through, you know, hibernation phases, yes. and cocoon phases, and you know, transformation and snakes shedding their skin. So mm-hmm. I see it as utterly. Yes, so it so let's just give total bow of appreciation for the evolution of yes. this and transformation of this. And there may be people in your world who are really challenged by it. Yeah. But I think of the great Jay-Z quote. <laughs> it says, you know, it says people around me all brewing about how I change uh-huh. and I and I say to them, you think I work this freaking hard to stay the same? <laughs> Preach, brother. Preach. Um, so that's the first part of it. Um, it's Then it means, like a snake shading its skin, it's going to be vulnerable and uncomfortable. Yeah. And the discomfort of being in the wrong shape 
is going to force you to make a different shape. True that. Don't be comfortable. Don't with the uncomfortable. Like, mm. and that's really goes through our thing is like compromise is crap. Like mm. it is such a small win. Why are yeah. we working for compromise? Why are we working for that when when the same amount of effort could work for fulfillment, could yes. work for consensus? Yes, win, win, win. Everybody wins. It's the mm-hmm. same effort. Why not work for something real? Mm-hmm. So so the so you'll be raw and mm. deeply sensitive. Like you become much more sensitive that these shapes that you put your whole life into uh, don't fit. Yeah. And you can see, hopefully, these belief systems that put them there mm-hmm. in the first place. Um, you don't have to keep running them through. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, we have talked to people, like, just before their wedding date, just before <laughs> they were signing a contract for a new house, mm-hmm. uh, three days after they took the new job, um, <laughs> all kinds of things where it was like, stop. Yeah. This isn't true. This isn't. If it's not true, you get to make another choice, mm-hmm. and that's a human right. Yes, you get to go full speed ahead, and when you see it's different, change. Yep, yep. You're allowed to make mistakes. Yes, yes. And change course. Change course yes. and go a different direction. Yep. It's gonna be a risk, and you're gonna have to find some language, mm. not to get permission. <laughs> but to explain to people close to you what you're doing yes. <laughs> while yes. you're doing it yep. um, and how you um, do it is delicious yes, people. Mm-hmm. It's all in the delicious yes. Delicious yes wins again. It's always <laughs> the solution. Whenever, whenever you're anywhere and you're just like, what do I do next? Mm-hmm. The answer is always going to be delicious yes. <laughs> D-Y. And if you're having a total mental health breakdown, if you are mm-hmm. physically trapped in a burning building, mm-hmm. if you like, it doesn't matter what's going on mm-hmm. or the intensity of what's going on, the answer is DY. I swear to God, DY. We have the data, we have the proof. Yep. And it's so small, like DY is small enough to remember. Mm-hmm. when your brains are falling out your head mm-hmm. and you can't recall anything and you're just spinning. Mm-hmm. Panic shock. Panic shock, yep. exhaustion, overwhelm, whatever it is, just D-Y. Yep. D-Y. Stop D-Y. Mm-hmm. And then you can watch. You know, sometimes the only thing you can do with your delicious yes is just be very honest with yourself about where the yes is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that may be the only courage you have, and it is enough. Yeah. And it will, it's you to source here. This is you and source game. Mm -hmm. The external world is a big old mirror. So if you don't have the, the gumption or the courage in this moment to act externally, no problem, man. No Mm -hmm. problem. Let's just start by hearing yourself. Yep. And hear yourself and tell it to God. Yep, exactly. And watch. And this is just 
know that DY is a learning curve. Mm -hmm. Nobody's amazing at it. <laughs> Nobody was supported in it. <laughs> yeah. You know? So we're all learning this like toddlers. You know? yeah. yeah. But it's fun. It's so fun. It's and so, so many results. And the results are incredible. Yeah. The results speak for themselves. Yep. It's so fun to learn. This is how you learn. It's a natural law. It's your birthright. I mean, And it's the very thing that's going to dissolve the yes, shedding layer. It's exactly. going to get the rest of it off. Um is it always comfortable? No. Do you always come off looking amazing? No. Do people always love and cheer for you? No. Um, it doesn't change the fact that it's truth. Yes. yes. And truth wins <laughs> yes. every time. And that includes, like, if it's your delicious yes, if it's truly your being's yes. Not your head, not your pain mm -hmm. body, not the la-la, not the, the separate self deciding yes, mm -hmm. but your heart your 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 being your being's yes then it actually opens up the door for everyone else's delicious yes right mm -hmm. so you're not going to have it's really delicious for me to blah 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 and that's going to be really hard for someone else mm -hmm. now in their story mm -hmm. they may tell you it's really hard but that's not truth yeah in the truth, if it's really delicious for you to not spend the holidays with your family, mm -hmm. and what's really delicious is to go be with your friends or on a ski trip or mm -hmm. huddled up by a fire and reading books, and your mother says you have broken her heart and mm -hmm. shattered everything and destroyed <laughs> the family, that's the only thing you're upsetting is her story, mm -hmm. not reality. No, it is. And the only thing you're doing is playing into reality, which puts reality behind it all mm. and actually gives your mother more opportunity mm. for reality to resource her. Mm -hmm. So that means you're off at the ski chalet reading the book or going skiing or whatever you're doing, and suddenly she has more reality with her at Christmas mm -hmm. instead of story. Mm -hmm. Reality is very supportive. Story is very depleting. Mm -hmm. So this is just the encouragement of that. So that's what I say for the first part of the question. Great. Love it. Truth. Um, you Only you can talk to her about the PhD. Yes. The, psychology yeah, the is second part of the question is, <laughs> could you shed some light for you. <laughs> on the experience of getting a PhD in psychology as a hobbit? Um, I've always said for years um, that getting a doctorate or a PhD is nothing more than a matter of stamina. <laughs> and so hobbits have stamina. Boy, do we have stamina. We're the ones that take the ring to Mordor. We just watched a movie called Nyad about Diana Nyad, who's a hobbit, who's a 65-year-old woman swam. The, it's a true story with uh, Annette Benning and Jodie Foster. This gal swam the channel from um, Cuba to Florida. <laughs> no, she's not a dwarf. She's a hobbit. She's a hobbit. She's absolutely a hobbit. Mm. She's so soft and, and, and actually quite loving um, and very passionate. And so... Um, yeah, that stamina. So I recommend the movie, but it's a great example of the level of stamina. And hobbits also are really, we tend to be really good in the sciences, especially the natural and social sciences. Um, it made me think of Jane Goodall or Charles Darwin or Neil deGrasse Tyson. We, with that stamina, we like like, um, we like re we like the like the scientific method. I quite liked doing my research as a doctoral student, um, and we like the hands-on practical aspect of science. Um, so a doctoral program can be a fit uh, for a hobbit. Certainly, we're also you know good scholars and writers. Um, there was a lot about my program that was a fit. So I would say being a hobbit isn't the issue. And to what Kieran was just saying, 
really the only question is, the answer is, is it delicious? Is it your DY to go to this program? And to find that out, you need to really put yourself in your body, in your heart, through that curriculum. Go imagine being there in the, in the classroom. Look at the curriculum. See what the, you know, what the dissertation studies are look like, what people are researching. You know, what's an everyday What's experience? an everyday weekly experience? What are yep. you wearing? Exactly. Where's what your practicum? You? Who are your professors? You know, what's the, exactly. Put your whole body into that uh, setting and you're going to know more. And that's for a Hobbit, really, you need that tangible and practical embodied um experience to know if it's your DY. And something I think that's sort of written into this question might also be this piece about being like in an awakening journey or a transforming journey where your conditioning is falling away and that separate self is falling away and you're more and more authentic. What are the halls of academia like for an authentic self? Yeah. And I think you can speak to that. I can speak to that. Um, It... The, I, last time we mentioned how there's a sort of cap on all of these fields where they don't go all the way to fulfillment. And psychology, I had said, caps at, they, they know how to teach you recovery, but they don't know about re- fulfillment. So they know the disease model. They know how to, how to heal trauma. They know how to give you behavioral techniques. They know how to give you coping skills. But it's quite limited. I'm actually writing a sort of extended article on this subject. So In your blog? In my blog. Yes, All right. yes. Which will so, go out in our newsletter. Uh, TBA, yes, yes. <laughs> um, and so, I, so, so a PhD program is likely very limited in this sense. And if you are on an awakening journey or you are on a delicious journey, you're only going to get so far in this program. They are not going to have all of what you're looking for to teach you. And I think also what you're saying is that if it's delicious and that's yes. where you want to focus, yes, then if you that really will know be, this is your field, then right? It's worth it. Could be worth it. It could if be it's really delicious. worth it. We have a medical doctor who's a resident now who went through her medical program. Yeah, and in my own personal clientele, where I work one on one, I have many doctors yes. who are in awakening processes and who are, yep. you know, performing their medical duties better than ever, and their clients love them even more. And, yes. and I had a plastic surgeon that I work with in my annual program who have developed these profoundly innovative new ways, Mm -hmm. Um, anesthesiologists. I mean, we, in my personal client, where I'm working with larger And you've had them while they're in medical school. I've had them for years. People, yeah, yeah, will work with me for years. And so being in an awakening process and being more and more connected to source will not exclude you from anything. No. Unless the primary po- focus of your life right now is is awakening, like, yes. l- unless you literally have no, no more bandwidth. energy yes. and no bandwidth yes. for learning all these uh, different methods and and tools and, yes. and interesting things. But Absolutely. if there's bandwidth is there and it's delicious, yeah. the authenticity, the awakening will not distract. In fact. You'll soar through it, and and have a very different program <laughs> than your. Yeah, I'll have a very different program, and, and yeah. I have, and we've yes. watched that. Yeah. I have had both dentistry students and medical students going through the the very arduous program of of medical school and medical residency in a completely delicious way. Yes, and I've had counselors and therapists, same thing, <laughs> completely delicious. Yeah. so totally available to you. But your the answer is is it delicious for you? That's yeah. the question and the answer. Yeah, right there. Cool. Thanks for your question.
Yeah, it's a good question. It kind of, in a way, I think, um, and there's another question that came in that maybe mm. is kind of like it. Like, are there ways that, you know, the avatars communicate? Each each avatar has their own way of communicating. Mm. And so is it good to learn these different ways? Oh, sure. To communicate. Yes, to be multilingual. <laughs> to be multilingual with these different, you know, almost like there's the love language books, right? right. Where it's like you speak your love language, which is beautiful to know, right? Yeah. If, if acts of kindness is yours and, and someone else's is time, like to know that is wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, and just to kind of circle it back into that sense of like your awakening process and your avatar will not stop you from any opportunity the world no. has to offer. And, um, and and we certainly need more authentic, all the way down to awakened, like lawyers, garbage men, uh, psychiatrists, <laughs> plastic surgeons, um, you know, entrepreneurs, gamers, you YouTubers, yeah. right? Like every field will be beneficed totally. to, you know, teachers and enriched by it, you know? Um and and the world is so available for that right now. Um, and mm-hmm. <laughs> how do you... How do you communicate with the different avatars? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. This person says, as a gnome, I respond better to folks when they tell me the information... The, what the information shows or what the current research states. But I have a family member who responds better if I say, I have idea X, Y, Z. What do you think of it? I think how you authentically communicate is the first step here, really welcoming this. Yeah. Yeah. Like how you authentically communicate. So exactly. if you're a gnome, if you're an elf, if mm-hmm. you're whatever avatar you are, your authentic way of communicating, so gnome, the way you're going to do it or whatever – is really beautiful. So so that's your first thing. It's like really honor the fact that you might speak differently than your coworkers mm-hmm. or your family members. And that's fine and that's welcome and yeah. that's good. Because then it allows you, if you can, the more self-awareness you have around that, which is, which is like the more you sit in that seat mm-hmm. and represent that and express it, the more you become aware of it. And as you become aware of it, it allows you to then ask for people to tell, like to speak to you the way they want yeah. to speak to you. Yeah. Um, another question came in another time, but we'll answer it in another show, but something like, like a fairy being able to say to a gnome, like it's, like, I don't need all the details. Yes, yes. I just want the essence. What's the gist? You yep, know, like, yep. and so if you're a gnome and you want lots of, you get to say, can you tell me more? Mm-hmm. I need to know how this works mm-hmm. in order to keep going on this idea with you. Or, you know, like, so the so first step is who, whatever your avatar is and however you speak is fantastic. Become aware of that because then you can ask other people for the information you need Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and in the way that you do it. Yep. Absolutely. Own it. Own it. But so we'll go through some of them. This is not, Not you don't, you don't have to make notes, you guys. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah, exactly. Put your pens down, sit back and relax. There'll be some information here. Let's just Just a wash wash of information. Just just wash over you. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> so, for instance, hobbits. Let's start mm-hmm. with hobbits. Hobbits have a lot of details. <laughs> yes. Um, I think it's too many to tell a good story. <laughs> um, I think they need edits. <laughs> 
And if it's me the hobbit is talking to, I'll say, can you just get to the point? <laughs> yep, yep. Can you just elaborate the point for me? Yep, yep, exactly. I'll, I, I'm sort of thinking of like, we can answer the question of how to speak to them and then how to help them speak to you. <laughs> so yeah. how to speak to a hobbit. Is for, so for me... I like being spoken to from the physical. I really do like the details of a long story. <laughs> I love metaphor and analogy and poetry because it references the body. And so I love to be able to sort of grok it with my full body. So if you have got a metaphor and analogy for me, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm in or or a story. Um, so that's great. But like so, yeah. if a hobbit says like, generally speaking, hobbits are like. Is there a metaphor for that? Is there that? a metaphor for it? Can I taste it? Yeah. Can you give me something my body can reference? Do you have a story about yes. that yes. that will help me understand the yes. information? So I can put my body inside of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but like Kieran was saying, how to help them speak to you, because we will go so into these details, is to sort of say, J- I just want the, right? And so whatever the point is, or I just want the information, or I just want the outline of the recipe, <laughs> or I don't want your whole story of how your mother gave it to you. You just give them the fill in the blank of what yeah. you're looking for. And then they'll get there, you know. Yeah. 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 Okay, so so then if we were looking at gnomes, yes. we've got a lot of facts. <laughs> yes. So many facts. Uh, and that's too dug in for most avatars to hear. Yes. So in the gnome case, you might be saying, like, just could you just share a little bit of yes. that position? Yes. So that I can hear you. Exactly. Exactly. Um, you might point them to the research and facts to do on their own. <laughs> like if they're wanting that from you. I remember when... Um, my friend Tony that I've mentioned, who's a gnome, was listening to our podcast. He wanted all the references for, um, for like, gnome references. And I was not about to tell him. I just said, show, so check the, the show gnome, notes. Right. <laughs> yes. So gnome is going to say, they want all I that. want the information. Yes. Can you give me but the But you facts? don't have to go through it all. You just point them in the direction. <laughs> like, go here, and they'll go there. Versus you having to review all of that. Cool. And then totally opposite would be fairies. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. So for me, when I'm thinking about a fairy as an elf, I'm like, what are you talking about? Yes. You, you have missed all the context. <laughs> I cannot follow you. Yes. Then that's the case. So most avatars listening to a fairy are just like, what? Yes. You can help them speak to you by asking a fairy for the context and the practical application or, like I used to do with my ex-husband, I'll, I would literally say to him, are we just playing with ideas? And that's the thing. Are we just with, having fun? And the fair, as a fairy, you can just say, I I'm just, just want to play. Yeah, yeah. I just want to know how to play this. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, there's nothing practical on, yeah. the, on the line here. I don't here. want the facts. <laughs> I don't want the details. I don't want an analogy. I don't know where, to go, where we're going. I it. don't even want the point. <laughs> no, exactly. Okay. I don't even want the point. I just want to know, how can I play it? Yes. Like, can you quickly tell me how to play? Exactly. And then, so if you're speaking to them, you might want to skip to the fun part of yeah. whatever your story is or be entertaining or something like that because they're they're not much interested in those those details. No. And they might not be interested in your point. No. So what's the whimsical anecdote to share with them? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the whimsical how to play how to play with this. Yeah. How to make this fun. Fun. <laughs> yeah. Humans, I've mentioned this before because I have humans in my family, um, quite a few of them. Um, I'm always feeling like, dude, Mm. I did not get the rule book. (laughs) Like, 
I don't know that etiquette. Like, yeah. we're not on the same page. Like, no one's emailing me out of the blue that just says, like, P.S. If here's you, the rules. Yeah. Like, here's yeah. the rules for yes. this situation. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah, you know. exactly. So it can be helpful to ask them when you're speaking to them, ask for their guidelines. Um, I would ask my aunt, like, what's what are the rules of the game here? And she would be like, you have to show up on time for the game. Ah, oh, so helpful. Be on time. We're cool. <laughs> so get those get those outlines from them. And, and then, as, an, as a human, you're yeah. going to want to be like, what's, yeah. what are the rules here? Yes, exactly. Like, I yep. don't need the facts. I don't need the story. Yes. I don't need how to make, have fun with this. Exactly. I don't even want the point. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but I would I like know. the rules. Yes, exactly. So if you're sharing with them, let them know those rules. That's so funny, hey, like... Like I'm even as we're talking through this, I'm like imagining that you like let's say you pull up for Christmas shopping into a plaza or a market or a mall, and for the elf, you're just like, okay, what's the point, right? Like, who are we buying for? What are we buying them? And when are we getting out of here? Yes, you yes, know, like yes. like how fast is this going to happen? And yes. what's the point? And you can see that for the for the gnomes. Yes. Yes. It's much more about like a sensual experience, yes, exploratory, deeply exploratory. Yeah, explore that one candle shop the whole time. Yes, <laughs> and be like, and like, get yeah, like it's not it's not about the shopping. No, it's about researching all these craftspeople at the market. Yes, and and sort of talking just, to the artisans about where their paint came from. <laughs> yes, totally. And the humans are like. What are the rules? Yes, yes. Are we sticking together? How are, long we are we going separately? Here? Yes. When is lunch? Yes. <laughs> are we wearing our winter coats? Yes. Are we carrying them with us? Is are we leaving them in the car? Like, yes. what are are we stopping at a certain point for meals? And is everyone yes. going to stop? Does for that? everyone know where the car is parked? Yes. And making like, sure that we're going we, back on time. Yes. Do we do we have a certain time that we have to be back by? Yes. And totally. Okay, what are the hobbits doing? Oh, the hobbits. Well, the hobbits are meeting all kinds of folks. We're having a really good time. We're we're getting some snacks, and then we're touching all the things in all the shops, all the artisan shops. Right. Yes. And you don't know what you're buying until you touch. Until them we all. touch them, we got to touch the love. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Lord, for an elf, it's like we got to know beforehand. We got to go straight to it. No, uh, no. And we'll then be, we'll we be will. touching everything. <laughs> And for the fairy, they're there for the vibe, uh, yeah. the fun, yep. the play. Totally, totally. Like, who knows if it buy things for anybody who cares even. Right. I love it so much. So, okay. So, for the dwarf. Mm-hmm. We've got kind of the same as the humans. We the the we didn't we need to, no we don't not know your principle. We aren't your mortal enemy. We're not here to cross you. Um, yeah, that's how I it's always like feel about you the dwarves. Feel I always want to say to the dwarves, like, listen, I'm not actually your mortal enemy. I'm actually not here crossing you. Yeah, I just want some more salt. <laughs> or I just wanted, you know, like, I just wanted to, like, if we're at the market or whatever, I just wanted to go buy a pretzel. Yeah. Like, I, honest to God, I did not mean to offend <laughs> your, like, like, your... Honor for all time of what we were doing today. Yes, yes. by wandering <laughs> off and getting my own pretzel. Like you know, I didn't know. I didn't know we had this. You know, like yes, yes. Can we yeah. just like? I always want to say to a dwarf, can we just hang out for one second in some spaciousness? Yes. Before you chop my head off. 
Yes. Um, you know, helpful. Like, that could help them speak to you, you know, can you kind of to question like, can we flex on those principles a little bit? And I found with my, um, my stepfather, that he could do this. And he, he like, if I would say like, I, I would really like it to go this way, would you do this for me? Because he really wanted to take care of me. So he would he would align with my principles and my ways of doing things, because it was for me, because it served me. That's a nice little hack for dwarves. <laughs> I had this lovely dwarf in practice in my very early days as a teacher, and he would come to retreat every year and sort of scoff at everything I was saying. <laughs> um, and I would always feel like, can we just pull back a little bit on your rage and <laughs> story and just hang out in the grace yeah. for a minute, yeah. you know? Yeah. And then I remember like the last time I saw him, he had he was like in a very awake space and he was like holy shit like everything you've been saying has been totally true oh sweet i'm like yes yes, yes. it doesn't follow human like reality doesn't follow human principle yeah it it doesn't and yeah. so when i'm speaking reality i'm not a f- trying to offend human mm-hmm. principles <laughs> you know i'm just reporting the truth yeah yeah, yeah. Cool. Oh, I love to hear a dwarf and an elf connecting there. Dwarf waking up to. But it is always that, like, can you just like rest back for a second before you come at me like this barking dog? And I think it's good for dwarfs because I think they do get shut down a lot. Like, it's really easy to like (laughs) my my mother when we were younger. She would sort of point to like men who were dwarfs who had like decided society wasn't for them <laughs> and like you know like mm. like in yes. the 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 bar or yes, at the garage yes, sale or yes, you know like yes, the, the harley davidson guys yeah the you know? curmudgeonly yes. old dude yes who just, just offended by everything everybody was doing yes, yes. <laughs> society's shit and we're gonna form our own clan <laughs> yes yes <laughs> and my mother would take her daughters and point to them and say don't mate there <laughs> Don't mate with those. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> but to prevent that from happening to a dwarf, yeah. dwarfs need to ask. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they need to ask for what they need mm-hmm. instead of assume that everyone's offending them. Yes, yes, yes. You know. Yep. So what does a dwarf ask for? Like what? Like like if we're at the grocery, if we're at the mall and we're going to do the shop, the Christmas shopping, right? Yeah. He's yep. like. He's like, are we doing this together as a family? As a family. That's what he wants. You know? Then if we're doing this as a family, don't fucking elf wander (laughs) off and get a pretzel. Yes. yes, (laughs) yes. But if you were to say to him, you know, dad, friend, this is so important to me. This is what I love. This is my, it's not necessarily a principle, but this is my focus. This is what my passion. If you were to show your passion to that dwarf, they would get it. I could see this with the many dwarves in my life who they they so want to advocate for you because you're part of the clan. Mm-hmm. So if you can share your principle and your heart with them, they're so heart centered. Yeah, that would help them understand yeah. and go like, okay, all right, my clan's good. Because yeah, because <laughs> to the dwarf, we're like we're having a holiday family memory together. We're making a family memory. Yes. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> Different than elves. <laughs> Which, speaking of elves... <laughs> One point, very quick, what do you say? Wait a second. 
and then sometimes veering way off into sidebars. Oh, yeah, so many sidebars, <laughs> right? Yeah, here's my point. Wait, before I get to the point, sidebar. Wait, sidebar. Okay, and then, oh, sidebar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is helpful when you're speaking to an elephant. I do this with you a fair amount, is remind them of their point. Like, yes. remember, remember we were talking about this? <laughs> yes. And, or, hey, Karen, why don't you get to the point first? Then we can embellish and we can go off into our sidebar. Yes. So that's a helpful little tip for them. And when you're speaking to them, give them the findings. Give them your main point. Where are we headed? Where are we going? What's the point? Get that focused point. That's going to help you. Yeah. So as an elf, just ask for the point. Mm -hmm. If you're speaking to an elf. Get to the point. Get to the point. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, cool. Um, Let's pause in here. We've got many more questions and love, hopefully coming from you guys. Send them in. Our Facebook page is busy. There's lots of fun so things much fun going there. there. We talked about the gift guide, and that yes. is On there. the Facebook page. If you go to the Facebook yep. page, there's the ideas for each of the avatars. Yep. We have been working on an actual sort of like gift guide, like an Amazon influencer, although not Amazon, but yep. a kind of a thing that we put the specific products that are particularly loved by various avatars. And really comprehensive. Yeah, really comprehensive one. Of- it's We hope to have it ready by Christmas. We did not. Uh, It'll be out in the new year with the book and all that kind of stuff. But head over to the Facebook page because there's a really good gift guide and lots of fun things happening over there. And you all suggesting stuff. It's great. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. And if you're listening to this on schedule, um, the scholarship applications for our winter and fall 2024 season are now open. And um, gosh, we, we love you all so much we would love yeah we love you <laughs> we just come to you. class come to class we'd love to talk see to us on the facebook or uh we love what you have to share yep see you next time Thank you for listening. We obviously love hearing what you think. Your feedback helps us make a better show for you to listen to. So feel free to comment and you can do it at Facebook, which is the Humans Decoded Podcast with Kieran Joyce and Megan Rokel. And um, if you're not on social, you can always email any questions to us at outreach at kierantrace.com. And um, thanks for listening. We love you. Thanks, everybody. Love you.